to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahochko, and my co-host on the West Coast, Mr. Chad Smart. Hello, Chad. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to just had some audio feedback from you. That sounded like a uh, a young child was, uh, let's just say, having some gastrical, gastronomical issues. Well, my son is upstairs. It was interesting. And he does on occasion have some gastronomical issues. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, but you know. it wasn't me. I know that. Well, hopefully it didn't come through on the audio side. That's what's most important, right? Well, and if it did, we'll uh, find out if anyone lets us know. We appreciate your feedback in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, look, this is, we're able to talk each and every week because of technology. Agreed? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even when, you know, there are circumstances that are not ideal, but, you know, by, by and large, when we talk, it's because of technology. Um, but the focus of this week's episode is that sometimes technology can be harmful. Well, it can be harmful or it just ruins the memories that we have. Right. Uh, we're not quite the Skynet, although I don't think we're that far away. <laughs> um, but we're going to, this is what we're, Chad and I discussed this in one of our many pre-production uh, conversations. And, and when he laid down this topic, I said, I love it. I said, it's going to be like uh, some of those, uh, those old guys or two old guys, you know, conversations that we've had in the past where we just bitch and moan about things that are going on in the world today and, and how it used to be better back in the 80s uh, or 90s, largely 80s. Chad doesn't care for the 90s. He's, he's an 80s guy. Um, and so buckle up, boys and girls, because uh, today two old guys tell you to get off our lawn via podcast that you can't escape from. Yeah, I was actually going to look up a clip of Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was going to use that as intro, but then I uh, didn't. So and now as, as we're doing this, I'm busy. Since we're recording a few days later than we normally do, I'm busy uh, getting things ready for the, you know, the web portion of this uh, uh, podcast. It, I appreciate that because that saves me from having to do it. By the way, if you don't know, Chad, I handle the audio aspect. When we're done recording here, I do all the editing, which doesn't take much because we don't add a ton and Chad does the write-up and uh, he, he always has a really nice photoshopped uh, uh, image that he puts in there very well done but it's important that Chad does the write-up because a lot of times by the time we hit end recording I've forgotten what we've talked about I've ran into that a lot with Mike on Nerds United <laughs> well the, when it comes to the write-up I always you know I think you're supposed to have like 300 words or so for it to catch in the web I mean, algorithms and I'm like air quotes, but I don't think that's as important as it, as it once was. I, you know, I can sum up our shows basically in about 15 words. And then I think anything more than that just gives away the content of the show itself. So I'm like, I don't want to just have you read 
what we're going to talk about and get a, get all the information. So, um, yeah, so the write-ups have become more and, uh, I guess, more less intense than in, in the past. I remember, and it wasn't that long ago, maybe just two or three weeks, uh, you know, Mike and I record Nerds United on Friday nights usually. And uh, this particular Friday night, instead of just sitting at the desk and – you know, get, getting the write-up done and, and doing the audio and such. I took my laptop, took my external hard drive to the couch, put on Brooklyn Nine-Nine or, uh, you know, something. It might might have been Cobra Kai at the time. I'm not sure uh, because I finished Cobra Kai. You'd be proud of me, Chad. And next thing I know, I wake up and it's 1.30 in the morning. We got done recording at like 10. And so the, I hadn't done the write-up yet or attached the audio. So I attached the audio and the write-up was like, Mike and Greg talked about some things. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It's late. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I was honest. That's it. Uh, so let's get into, you know, one of the things that, that one of the big experiences, and I think it, I'm not, you know, we've lamented, you know, the, the kids of today and, and how, you know, spoiled and such they are and, and uh, overall turd burgers. Uh, but, the reason being is because we had a very different upbringing between, uh, you know, you and I even, you know, in our little age gap, but certainly uh, us versus the kids of today. Uh, one of the things, one of the shared experiences that, that you have with, uh, you know, a lot of people your age would be the mall. Chad, tell me about the mall. You know, back in when I was a teenager or younger, the mall was the place to be. At least that's what people told me. We didn't have a mall in my town because my town doesn't even have a stoplight or a fast food restaurant, much less a mall. So going to the mall was always like the bonus of having to travel to the, and I'm air quoting, city. Right. Which, uh, for those who are interested, that would either be Quincy, Illinois, or Springfield, Illinois. And Springfield was much less... Um, we didn't really go to the mall there that much. Quincy was more the focus, but you know, you would go in and I don't know what it was about the mall other than all these stores were together, but you had your KB toys, you had your Spencer's, which now as a middle-aged person, I don't understand how Spencer gets away with selling stuff that they do. But as a kid, you're like, this is the coolest store next to KB toys. And then you had either your Sam Goody or Musicland, depending on where you were. But that's where you, you, is another one. Which what? Fye for your entertainment. See, that came after my mall days, so I know that's still out there in some cases, but some locations. But yeah, uh, but the mall was, and you had your video arcade, which had you know tons of fun games, and then the Quincy Mall also had a three-screen theater, so it was pretty much the one-stop shopping before you had like Walmart, Target, and now Amazon. Sure. So, and I'm sure, you know, had I been a teenager in a city with a mall, Friday nights probably would have been the hangout spot because you go grab an orange Julius, walk the mall, and hope that no kid gets stuck on an escalator. Well done on the mall rats. Uh, not, not a year goes by, not a year. <laughs> Uh, but uh, rookie stand is not part of the food court. Yeah. Oh, don't get started. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, it's an autonomous unit for mid mall snack. Autonomous unit for mid mall. Yeah. It, it, the, 
the cookie stand sells food. No, yeah, yeah. That leads into one of my more favorite conversations in the entire Mallrats movie, but we'll move on because that one goes another direction. Uh, so I lived in a town that had a mall, Fairview Heights, Illinois had, uh, and still has what's called a St. Clair Square. And my earliest memories of going to the mall, as ridiculous as it sounds, was being taken there on like a summer or you know, a summer day or winter break day when, you know, mom would drop me and my sister off my grandma and grandpa's. And we would, this is not a lie, be mall walkers. And that's how grandma and grandpa kind of got their exercise. It was out of the elements and, uh, you know, in before all the stores opened, the mall used to open up and I think still does, but the building itself would open before the inside stores. Um, so that was it. But like, we moved away from Fairview when I was in seventh grade. So before I ever had a vehicle and after we moved out to, you know, where my parents still live, like, I'll be honest with the mall was never a priority for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely understand what you're saying. Like Robin Trubotsky had an entire hit Canadian song just about going to the mall, you know? So it's, it's legit. There is, you know, there is a, a generation that grew up at the mall. Um, I mean, Kevin Smith, as we said, made a whole movie based on going to the mall. And if you go back and look at 80s films, Fast Times at Richmond High takes place mostly at a mall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Emilio Estevez movie that um, takes place, I think, robots are uh, come to life in a mall. And then there's the, the awesome, underrated classic, Chopping Mall. Which is also about robots coming to life and killing people in a mall. I remember the remake of Dawn of the Dead, the star mm-hmm. Ving Rames and others uh, taking place in a mall. But uh, so going to the mall was never, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, my, my friends and I on occasion, we go bum around, you know, kill a few hours, hit up the arcade for, you know, a little bit. But it wasn't like the classic, you know, Pac-Man and, and the, you know, Space Invaders and Asteroids type games. It was, you know, at that point they had the games that had like the the mounted like machine guns that you have to you know, click, you know, uh, shoot off screen to reload and things like that. Those types of games. Area 51, honestly, is what I think the one I, uh, that I'm thinking of was, was called. Um, you know, but we, we enjoy, we got a kick out of that. But uh, my favorite mall story, or I, I have two, one of them on the negative side, one of them on the positive side. So as a freshman in college, uh, myself, a couple of the guys that, you know, I worked for the basketball team at the little community college and a couple of us and a few of the girls that were on the women's team all went to St. Clair Square, the mall. And I had apparently out to impress or something like that. And uh, I ended up dropping $42 on an Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt. Not worth it. And I bought a hat and something else from American Eagle because that's the, you know, that's kind of the, not, I'm not stereotyping or trying not to, but those were, you know, the group that I was trying to fit in with at the time. Uh, and, you know, none of this ended up being beneficial to me in the long run. Uh, but my favorite, my all-time favorite mall story, I was living in Shadron, Nebraska, where the closest mile, I always said the closest mile was an hour and a half away and the closest mile worth going to uh, close mall worth going to was uh, an hour 45 minutes away up to rapid city south dakota and i went up there um on my own drove up there on a saturday or sunday 
in early December, you know, which is a great time to be driving around, you know, the Black Hills area where, you know, snow and stutch and my little 98 Ford Taurus. Um, but I drove an hour and 45 minutes there, spent less than an hour inside, got all the Christmas presents stuff that I needed for my mom, my dad, and my sister, and drove back. I spent almost four hours on the road to spend less than an hour in the mall, and I was happy about it. I hate the mall, Chad. I said it. That's because you grew up when going to the mall meant going to Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle. Those were not stores that were around in the heyday of the mall. Yes and no. Like, I do remember going to KB Toys as a kid and such, but I've, I've learned – let me refresh. I'm, I'm going to do a, a partial retraction. I don't hate the mall. I hate the crowds at the mall. I hate crowds, period. Um, I know people who, you know, like live for Black Friday. And let me tell you, if – First of all, I don't give a about Black Friday. Black Friday means nothing to me because it's like clearance day for, you know, massive stores and, and they're just putting getting a bunch of inventory off the books. But you're right. Amazon has killed them all. And this is, a, this is an area where I think we might – well, I don't think. I know we're going to disagree. I Even though I have Amazon, like – from the necessary evil side years ago, a buddy of mine who, you know, this is right after my son was born. He said, do you have Amazon prime? I said, no, he said, you need to get Amazon prime because they can have diapers to you tomorrow. And so <laughs> we took him up on that. So I've had Amazon prime for uh, almost five years now, but, but, uh, the, the, just the convenience. I, I, I talked to my mom and dad recently. I'm like, I'll, I'll pay a little bit extra for the convenience of not having to deal with people. You know, I know you, I don't know if you enjoy crowds, but I know you go to a lot of uh, highly populated events, largely because you're in, you know, sunny Southern California. Um, I don't know how you do it. Uh, if I go to a concert or to uh, you know, a game in St. Louis, an athletic competition, I have, you know, hold my arm out like this in a, in a you know, straight arm, you know, fist. And I just like, take my other hand. We're getting through this crowd. I don't, I don't deal with like that herd, you know, a little shift to the right, a little shift to the left. And it's not much different in malls I've learned. Well, I've never been, I guess, to a mall that has been that crowded, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of crowds either. I'm not a fan of people, <laughs> which I mean, cause to quote, I believe it's men in black. Persons are smart. People are stupid. A person is smart. Yeah. People are, yeah are dumb and uh, fearful and irrational. Exactly. And so, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a big fan of crowds, but for going to the mall, again, it was something I think because I grew up in a small town where that wasn't the thing. And plus it was the eighties, which just meant the mall was a cool place to be. Now the yeah. mall today, when, and what sparked this topic is over this past weekend, um, as we're recording this episode, I was back home in Illinois and I went to two different malls, one being the Quincy mall, which unfortunately I got there like 10, 15 and the mall didn't open until 11. Mm. But, um, the flagship stores, which have been were Sears, Bergner's and JC Penney have all closed. 
in the last few years. Uh, I was in the Carbondale Mall earlier, and J.C. Penney there is going out of business, which um, did lead to some good sales and whatnot. But the other flagship stores in that mall have closed down over the last 15 years. I, I want to piggyback on that because, as you mentioned, you know some of those like uh, major department stores. You know, I think Sears, mm. as an as a company, is is I don't know if they all filed bankruptcy, but they're closed. The one in, in Fairview, as mentioned, St. Clair Square, they've closed. And, you know, they had, uh, you know, numerous departments from, you know, clothes to tools and, and yep. appliances and, and lawnmowers and things like that. Automotive, there was a Sears Automotive. Uh, they've closed. Uh, J.C. Penney, I believe, is, is closing. Uh, Famous, Famous and Bar, which was based out of St. Louis, uh, I believe, is closed. Um, you know, and then you got, like, Macy's coming in. Nordstrom's, I... I the first time that I ever encountered Nordstrom's was 2010. And so that's not one that I've even had a whole lot of experience with. I'm, I'm, and maybe they're just in bigger, you know, more metropolitan areas. I'm sure there were some in St. Louis before I ever found one in 2010 up in Spokane, Washington. So I don't know. Yeah. So that's the other issue is that the, the you know, and then the stores that we mentioned before, KB Toys is closed down. Spencer's is still around in most malls. Um, your music store, Sam Goody type, like you said, might be an FYE or some other, but they are more focused on collectibles now than music yeah. because you have digital streaming music. Uh, Amazon has killed shopping because, like you said, why drive and go buy something when you can just stay at home, have a few clicks and get it the next day. And then Really, the mall is there, from, from my knowledge of, of mall stores, it's Hot Topic, um, GameStop is usually located in malls, and Lids. I, so, I'm glad you mentioned Lids. That's when I was going to uh, mention uh, a couple of them that I recall seeing, uh, Things Remembered, which hmm. is a great place to get uh, you know, someone a wedding gift or anniversary or something like that. Uh, I can name a couple more. There's usually a Claire's. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, then there's, you know, the, the jewelry places like Hellsburg Diamonds or uh, K Jewelers. Um, and, but, you know, we've, we haven't mentioned, I think, one of the most important, especially for me, maybe not especially, but at least to me, <laughs> uh, aspects of the mall, and that's the food court. You know, I remember in the prime, uh, you know, in, in my heyday of mall going, you know, you could get food from around the world, from Sabaros to uh, Panda Express, just anything you want. Chick-fil-A, I think at the time, was only in a mall. It was glorious. Yeah, the Quincy Mall growing up, they only had an Orange Julius and a Dairy Queen. They didn't really have a food court. But You mentioned Orange Julius. Like I didn't have Orange Julius until I was like 23 or 24. It was not in my local mall. Uh, I didn't know anybody who actually had Orange Julius. I just knew that it was a store <laughs> in the mall. I, I'll say this, and, and I hope the good folks at Orange Julius aren't listening, or if they are, I hope they're not offended. I was not impressed mm. by my Orange Julius experience. Yeah, never had it, so I don't know. But, yeah, I just find, find that the mall shopping experience, like we said, it's it, it isn't what it was during our day, because now of technology, again, because Amazon has come in and you can order pretty much anything from home, 
there isn't a thing. But, you know, like one of my fondest uh, mall memories was when I was in college. My friend Jeff and I were at the Carbondale Mall. And this was when they had a, I don't think it was Suncoast uh, video, but it was some video, movie video store. And they had TVs in the entranceway. And we're walking by and they were, had just started airing the Goonies. And we sat there and started watching. And the next thing we know, the credits are rolling. Like we had stood there for the entire 95 minutes and watched the Goonies because one, the Goonies is an awesome movie. And two, we were just like enjoying the Goonies. But yeah, now, you know, like I said, I just walked through that mall a few days ago and, and I was surprised when we walked in that even Victoria's Secret has gone out of business. So I guess the secret is out. And <laughs> or it wasn't it, worth or it wasn't worth being a secret. I don't know. Yeah, and then like the only thing that we saw were like you said, Claire's GameStop, Hot Topic, um, Bed Bath and Beyond, and a coffee shop, and that's it. And just in the little section that we walked around in to get to JC Penney. I want to ask you down there at was that University Mall down in yes, okay. Do they still and okay? So if you didn't walk this far, maybe you don't know, but. I feel like we were down in that area a few years ago um, and my wife, my son and I, and they have like a little like children's hands-on museum they had at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, and they also had glow golf, which I think is, is mm-hmm. bringing up a little bit more, you know, miniature golf uh, uh, indoors under the, under the black lights and such. Um, kudos. Look, if, if you want to be in retail in 2020, you have to be creative. You know, so if, if you're going to take, try to take a, a, a retail space in a mall, because, you know, it's unfortunate that it, they're not doing well, you know, and, and the last six months certainly haven't helped. Um, and um, I won't go down that uh, yellow brick road, but, you know, I, I, you know, I said that I'm, you know, an Amazon prime guy, um, but I do like supporting local businesses. Um, I don't know where we're at time-wise, Chad. Okay. Um, before we, before I get to what I was going to say there, um, you know, we mentioned the arcade and how, you know, like the personal gaming systems have, you know, almost put an end to it. Like you get, uh, I'm going to give a shout out. I've never been there, but I know that it exists down in Cape Girardeau and it's the coin op cantina. You're getting, uh, you know, just as nostalgic for, you know, Star Wars, you know, movies or, or you know, things like that. But people are getting uh, nostalgic for arcades. And now, you know, you can be nostalgic and, and turn that uh, love of, you know, being the old uh, arcade, but with booze, you know, they're turning it into bars, you know, arcade bars, barcades. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, but, you know, that's, those are popping up and becoming more and more popular in, in recent years. Um, the, we've talked about this numerous times and that's part of the reason why we have this podcast and that's because nostalgia sells. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And I, I just want to go back real quick to give you an update on the Carbondale mall as well is I think it was around 2000, yeah, between 2000 and 2004, maybe they Caris Oates or AMC theaters came in, built a brand new 12 or 14 screen stadium seating theater it is closed now wow. like when because i think it was carousel and then they sold out to amc 
AMC shut down the mall theater, but kept the one, the eight screen theater that was, that's across the street from the mm-hmm. mall open. And, and I don't know why that was, because I would think you would go more with the updated state of the art theater than, than the other one. But, you know, how do you have a theater that shuts down? And, you know, I remember before I, you know, moved out to LA, the last film that opened that the weekend that I was leaving was Ghost Rider. And we were supposed to go to a midnight screening of it and it was sold out. Yeah. Uh, granted, when we went to the midnight screening of Snakes on a Plane, there were like 10 people there. But, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I just don't, uh, I don't, I mean, I understand why malls are not as popular as they are. And like you mentioned, we've, we've mentioned Amazon multiple times. You mentioned video games where, the at-home experience is now just as good as it would be if you went to an arcade. Whereas back in our day, or back in my day, you know, yes, you could get, once the Nintendo system came out, the Sega Master System, you were getting kind of arcade quality games at home, much better than what you got with the Atari or the Intellivision. But, but now, yeah, why go spend, you know, a bunch of quarters well, especially since games now cost like 50 cents to a dollar per play and you only play for a few minutes. Uh, that was one thing, you know, like NBA Jam, when that came along, is that each quarter only got you a, a period in the game. You wow. had to put in, you know? So, whereas, yeah, back in, in the days of Super Mario Brothers Pac-Man, as long as you were good at the game, you just kept playing. And, but now it's all also interactive online. So, so that's where I guess, you know, with technology being a good thing in the case of, you know, we get to do this podcast 2000 miles apart from each other, but at the same time, technology also ruins things because it takes away the, I guess the uh, interactive experience or the, uh, it's going to be kind of contradictory probably, but it takes away that closeness and the camaraderie of, needing to be together sure. to experience something. Yeah, the, the, and the shared, the shared human experience is so vital. I mean, we, we, yeah. we've learned that so much in the last, you know, six months when we can't, you know, when we're being, not say legislated, but we're being instructed to keep our distance, you know, stay home, stay away from people. And, you know, in two weeks we'll flatten the curve. And then six months later we'll celebrate the six-month anniversary of, the, the 15 days yeah. um you know i'm not bitter but that's that's a another rabbit hole i'm not prepared to go down um but uh you know mike i, I put this little live video up saying you know what are your thoughts on technology and stuff and because knowing that we we're probably going to attack it from the you know two old guys uh aspect and mike luther my co-host of the year nerd united says you guys probably think that the typewriter was going to be <laughs> a bad <laughs> bad thing you're right mike it was horrible nobody needs a typewriter ever hey it was steve gutenberg's greatest invention the printing press so nope not not steve different different gutenberg altogether <laughs> but you know you know what google call me or wikipedia <laughs> and uh, necessity is the mother of all invention uh that's why we had so many people inventing masks six months ago because hmm. apparently we needed them i don't know uh, I didn't yeah. make that comment. I did. Um, but, but, uh, no, like you said, and I think, I don't know if we've mentioned it on this show. I know I've mentioned it on my other shows, Popology 101 and Chad and Eric's fantastic podcast. But 
the shared experience, because of technology being what it is, we don't have a lot of shared experiences anymore because you just watched Cobra Kai recently. Mm-hmm. I watched Cobra Kai two years ago or a year I, ago, whenever it came out. I could have too, but I wasn't going to pay for YouTube TV. Chad. Exactly. But that's the thing is, you know, you know, even going, going to the movies is, well, do I go the weekend that it comes out or, you know, while it's in theater or do I just wait three months and it'll be on DVD or wait six months, it'll be on cable or streaming. And so that shared experience is no longer there. Music is so uh, varied now that we don't have the shared experience of enjoying the same music. You know, MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. So there's no like, oh my gosh, did you see, see last night they played the new Taylor Swift video? And you're like, no, because now it's all on YouTube. And if you are watching YouTube at the same time. So that's where we've said like right now, really only politics is the same shared experience. And that's why everybody's talking politics. I'll, I'll disagree with you. I think sports are. No one's watching sports anymore. Are we out of time or do you, did you just cut me off? No, we have 20 seconds. Oh, um, sports are because I can watch a Husker game when the Huskers are playing and share my, my feelings about it on Twitter with the fellow Husker fans. But I think Chad, we're out of time. We had four seconds left, but who's who's counting? I will. I'll clean it up and post. Yeah, All yeah. Right. This is uh, thirty seconds, basically. That's not what I thought. I thought you were like <laughs> yanking me off. No, no. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. dot